Hello, this is Jane Strauss. Welcome to my Dear Jane podcast, where I respond to questions asked by you, my listeners and clients. To ask a question and read my answers, please visit www.stopenduring.com. Today's topic is finding time for what really matters. Dear Jane, Starting to work for personal change is exciting, but after a while it feels like life interrupts and there's not enough time or energy to do what needs to be done. What are some of the ways people who have been successful keep up with their plans for the long haul? Years ago, one of my spiritual teachers said, we always do what is most important. In my mind, I argued against that, but I've thought about it a lot over the years and learned something important about myself and about human nature. We are not always honest with ourselves about what we are making important. So when we say we want to do something but we don't have time, we need to question what we are really valuing. For years I proclaimed that I wanted to write a spiritual self-help book that would provide whatever wisdom I had gleaned in my 20 plus years as a life coach and personal growth seminar leader. Yet I couldn't seem to find the time even to make an outline. Then in January of 2003, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Needless to say, this was a wake-up call that compelled me to do a deep personal inventory. If this brain tumor was cancerous or I lost my faculties because of the surgery, would I have any regrets in my life? The answer was a loud yes. I knew I had copped out about writing the book. But why? I really did want to write it, so why hadn't I? I had to find what my overriding priority had been if I wanted to quote find the time now. And the saying no time like the present seemed more obvious than ever before. I discovered that my real priority had been to avoid fear and rejection. I had feared that I wasn't a good enough writer and that no publisher would want the book and that there would be no audience for it. I also feared some of my family's disapproval of my thoughts. Once I was honest with myself and realized that there truly is no time like the present, I shifted my priorities. Suddenly, where I had had no time before, I was now able to carve out time. Where fear had blocked me, ideas now began to flow. Writing enough is enough was hard work and often ego bruising, but because I had been honest with myself, it got written was welcomed by a publisher, and is a tangible object I use to propel me through my other fears. With Enough is Enough, birth and out in the world, I had to face my next writing demon. As a teenager, I said I had wanted to write the great American novel. Over the years, in fits and starts, I had scribbled ideas, dialogue, and even chapters, but it was all collecting dust until I again faced the truth that I had been prioritizing my fears once again over my spiritual longing. I've spent the last two years working diligently, learning the craft, taking in experts' critiques, and rewriting, rewriting, rewriting. I have now sent in my manuscript titled Touched to my literary agent who accepted it. So don't fool yourself with your excuses. It's a setup for regret. I was fortunate to get a second chance. Use now as your chance to prioritize your spirit over your fears. No doubt you will find yourself living a more extraordinary life. To ask me a question, respond to what you have just heard, or to contact me, please visit my website, www.com 
StopEnduring.com. You can also go to StopEnduring.com to order my popular self-help book, Enough is Enough, Stop Enduring and Start Living Your Extraordinary Life. You can read excerpts from it, watch my TV interviews, or set up a consultation or speaking engagement with me. I hope that this information helps you create your extraordinary life.